the Panhandle News Network. The views and opinions on this station do not necessarily represent the Panhandle News Network, WEPM and WCST, or West Virginia Radio Corporation. Here we go! Welcome to Panhandle Live on WEPM and WCST, the Panhandle News Network. Panhandle Live is brought to you by Country Roads Tire and Auto, taking you home with full-service auto care, with a higher level of care, with two locations to proudly serve you in Martinsburg and Hedgesville. Online, too, at CountryRoadsTireOnline.com. Here are your hosts of the 2022 WVBA Talk Show of the Year, Jordan Nicewarner and Marsha Kavalik. It is Thursday the 27th. You are tuned in to Panhandle Live, brought to you by Country Roads Tire and Auto, taking you home with full-service auto care with a higher level of care and broadcasting live from the Hoppy Kirchville building. I'm Jordan Icewinter. Alongside me is Marsh Cavalli. Good morning, Marsha. Good morning, Jordan. How are you? Doing all right. How are you? Good. It is a Morgan County Sweep today It on is the show Morgan County Sweep today. Because we're going to have Jules Happy Roan on in a little bit, talking about the food truck fest that's happening, uh, not this weekend, but the following uh, in downtown Berkeley Springs. And joining us to get the show started this morning, 15... 15th District Senator Charles Trump of Morgan County. Welcome in. Marsha, Jordan, uh, thank you for having me. Absolutely. On. So I remember like, uh, it's been almost 10 years ago when I was doing Panhandle Spotlight uh, as a pre-recorded show. Uh, Senator Trump was one of my guests. He was running for election then. He'd taken a bit of a break to, to raise his kids. And now he's in and you've got grandkids, you told me. I have four and one more coming in July, and uh, the oldest of which has not. It turns two today. Oh, Oh, wow. Yeah. It's a busy time. Yeah. So, uh, but Susan and I are enjoying very much the grandparent gig. Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure. Now, have you had any time to uh, recoup from the last legislative session? There was a lot that went on downstate for that one. I have. It always, uh, when the session ends, it, you know, I, it always takes me a little while. I was telling Marsha to uh, sort of get my sea legs again for uh, just back into my regular practice of law. But we've had a little over a month now, so I'm, uh, I think I'm, I'm back. Uh, I've recovered. <laughs> so what are you proudest of? Oh, there, uh, you mean for the legislative session mm-hmm. this year? There were many things, but I, I think the singular uh, event and accomplishment of the legislature this year is it's something that we've wanted to do for a long time and talked about, you know, the whole time I've been in the Senate and have never really been able to do it until this year is, is cut income taxes. We passed a bill that will cut uh, West Virginia's state income tax for every citizen of this state by 21%. So in your mind, what are the best benefits of that? Is that recruiting new people into the state? Is it uh, preserving dollars for the folks who are already here? All the above. All the above and more. You know, uh, in politics, uh, it's very hard for uh, legislators to tell people no. You know, people who get into politics want to solve problems for people. And so often, uh, you know, we're approached all the time about new, innovative ways to spend other people's money. <laughs> and uh, some of them are great ideas, but some are not. And uh, I'll credit Craig Blair and uh, our uh, current finance chair, Eric Tarr, for 
over the last four or five years, with the cooperation of the governor, they've been very disciplined about growing the budget um, and making those hard choices. Tell people uh, no when you have to. And it has resulted in the development of surpluses that we uh, have used now this year to return money to the taxpayers of West Virginia. Is it sustainable, though? I mean, the the picture looks a little bleak for the federal, you know, budget, uh, inflation numbers, all of that, you know, gives you a little bit of worry when you're looking out. Um, is it sustainable to keep this, um, you know, income tax reduction going? I think so. We've had, we've enjoyed a pretty incredible economic growth in West Virginia over the last few years, and we've been very disciplined in the spending. Uh, we're not, you know, the tax cuts we enacted this year are well within, it, it expends, if you want to think of it that way, about 50% or less of what is our current surplus. Hmm. So um, we, we built you know, we didn't go too far. The original the, the original proposal in the House was to go farther, and that being conservative by nature made me a little nervous. They were talking about 30%, and, uh, you know, the worst thing you could do or among the worst things you could do would be pass a tax cut and then a year or two have to reverse it and right. increase taxes. I think that would lead to credibility problems for the legislature. So, you know, we started in the Senate at 15%. I would have been happy there, but we ended up at 21. But to your question, Marsha, there's a good chance that it, it is sustainable, and we think it will cause economic growth. Okay, we're speaking with 15th District Senator Charles Trump uh, out of Morgan County. And, you know, you talk about all the success that you think you guys had down uh, state in this last legislative session, and it's uh, uh, very much a Republican majority down in the Senate right now. So how are people getting along in and amongst one another? Because I'm sure most people kind of have the same mindset or at least track for where they want to take things. But Theoretically. Of course, <laughs> right, but of course people will, you know, go off the rails a little bit and do the different things. Well, uh, Jordan, let me disabuse you of that uh, <laughs> illusion uh, a little. Uh, you know, we the legislature still has, you know, we have fights and conflicts, and, and we don't have as many Democrats as we used to with whom we used to fight. Uh, I used to say fight like brothers and sisters who love one another, uh, but now our fights are intramural, you know, within our, within our majority caucus, which is 31 out of the 34 members of the Senate are Republicans. We fight with each other now and argue. Uh, now, we'll say to Craig Blair's credit, he, Craig serves as our Senate president, and he works uh, exceedingly hard to try to build consensus both within our caucus and then across the you know, broad spectrum of the entire Senate. There's so much to ask about, and one of the things that um, comes up every year, uh, especially here in the Panhandle, because we're in such deep competition with some of the outlying counties, is uh, how can we pay our public servants enough uh, to, to be competitive and also balance that out with some of the changes that are happening with PEIA? Yeah, um, so it's a great question, and it, it hits right home for the reality of where we are. Because in many ways, our circumstances here in this panhandle are unique compared to the rest of the state. Um, what uh, would qualify as a you know, reasonable salary in many other parts of the states for public workers is not competitive here because of our proximity to Maryland and Virginia and, and to some degree Pennsylvania. We're working on it. We've, we've raised public pay. Um, we have... You know, a bill this year uh, that authorizes 
This is something that I spent some time working on trying to solve a problem. We have a big problem in the uh, within DHHR with our Child Protective Services program. Particularly in Morgan County. Well, it's Morgan, Berkeley, and Jefferson. Mm-hmm. They're all understaffed. And part of the problem, uh, part of the root cause of that is part is what you just described. The, the situation we have here where people once trained uh, are you know, can command a, a higher salary in Washington County, Maryland, or Loudoun County, Virginia. Yeah, we've so, seen the billboards. Yeah. <laughs> so we're working on that. And we actually did get some legislation passed this year that says that the DHHR can pay workers in our area above workers in other parts of the state. Wow. And that was a big accomplishment because, you know, we, we have not been able to accomplish that more broadly with, with public school teachers or uh, correctional officers per se. But we're going to need to, and I think uh, the the state is finally our colleagues from other parts of the state. Those are hard political votes for them. You know, if you're if you're a delegate or a senator and you represent Mingo County, mm-hmm. it's very I, I get the politics of it. It's not a partisan political mm-hmm. question, but it's hard to tell your constituents. Yeah, I voted to pay a worker in Martinsburg who does the exact same job as you do more money than you get. But there is uh, some growing awareness among our colleagues that, we, you know, that's probably got to be part of the solution to some of our problems here. And speaking of 15th District Senator Charles Trump out of Morgan County, and uh, of course, I'm sure Marsha's got a ton of legislative questions oh, for you. Uh, but I want to ask you a Morgan County question here because we've been talking about it on our airwaves. Uh, people who uh, listen to WPM have heard it on Talk Line with Hoppy Kirchival as well. And it's about this uh, the Cacapin State Park and this RV park. So it seems like there's not a ton of information out because it's all still in the planning process. But do you know any of the, the specifics about that? Yeah, well, there's a pretty big news on it as of last Friday. Uh, the DNR and the, de- the Department of Commerce have essentially pulled the plug on what they were doing. Hmm. And they issued a press release that said they're not going to move. They had put out a, a request for proposals in, uh, it was before the end of the year, so I'm going to say November, December, and asked uh, the private sector to make proposals on, on uh, building uh, some recreational vehicle camping facilities within Cucapin State Park. And in response to that, they got three different proposals. Uh, The DNR's view was that two of the three didn't even comply with the broad parameters of the RFP. Hmm. And the third one was from a company uh, that was, I think, called Blue Water that's headquartered in Ocean City, Maryland. And one of their proposals was to create a – 350-unit RV camping area inside Capen State Park. And there was a pretty uh, loud and immediate uh, negative reaction Mm -hmm. to that. Uh, So I think that the DNR is going to go back to square one. What they're doing now, apparently, is they're um, initiating public surveys, which I think is a good idea to ask local people, or people around the state, what they would like to see or not see in their state parks, Kikapin specifically, but, you know, all state parks more broadly. Uh, there are about, I don't know the exact number, so I don't want to say, but there are right. a number of state parks in West Virginia that have uh, camping facilities 
and RV camping facilities, which Capen does not. Mm-hmm. And I think that's what the DNR's interest was. But, uh, you know, 350 in one area with a big clear cut to do it uh, would change the character of the park and, and the public recognize that. And I, I'm, I'm glad I think the DNR has made the correct decision for the time being mm-hmm. in putting the brakes on that. It was amazing, the outpouring. You know, I follow some of the you know, Capen trails. They do a lot of the work on the trails and some of the, the groups that are putting the mountain biking um, race courses in, uh, they were concerned about how the move, moving those trails around would affect the view shed and the natural, you know, mm-hmm. people come here yeah. from and the city. And noise, of course, too, with right? RVs and things. Plus the, the traffic on 522. Right. And uh, the Morgan County Commission put the letter out that said, we're not sure the infrastructure in, in the park, the sewer system could handle it. Yeah, I think the county commission sent a letter to the uh, DNR that said, look, 350 is way too big. You shouldn't be looking at anything over 100. But uh, you mentioned the bike trails, uh, Marsha, and that's, you know, that's something that's happened relatively recently at Capen State Park, but it is exploding. Oh, yeah. And the state's made some big investments um, and more common to develop those trails uh, the bike trails at Capen State Park are going to be among, you know, the gold standard on the east coast of the United States. And uh, I should plug the, I don't know the exact date. It's a Sunday in May, the 20-something, whatever that Sunday is. They're going to host the West Virginia Enduro out there again. Right. Yeah. It's, yeah. Uh, it's yeah. a big deal. People come from everywhere to participate in that and to watch it. Mm-hmm. So, so, we have, so we have a text question for you, too, and then I have another question. Sure. Oh, so the texter, uh, 304-263-4321 is our text line. Uh, it said, talking about the uh, income tax cut, they say, I get a whopping 14 extra dollars a month back. I work for the state. $14 is nothing compared to all the effort they put into it. So what's your response to uh, uh, the so, tax income t- ta- income tax so cut? So that's a state employee? Right, correct. So the, uh, you know, if that's a, it's a criticism, I guess, that it's not bigger uh, we had to do what we can within the budget. Our general revenue budget, about 50% of it, it comes from state income tax. You have lots of other components in the general, general revenue budget, sales taxes, severance taxes, tobacco taxes, alcohol taxes. But the big piece by, by far is income tax. And so we, we went as far as we could go conservatively without without jeopardizing you know your earlier question was is it sustainable um we wanted to make sure that it is uh the top marginal rate in west virginia right now is six and a half percent and what we passed this year lowers that to about 5.2 percent it puts us at par or under maryland and virginia and we think there will be big economic benefits. We think over time, uh, it's going to help continue to bring people to this state with all it has to offer. You know, we turned a corner about three years ago here. You know, my, my whole adult life, people were leaving West Virginia. Uh, the last three years, more people have moved to West Virginia than have left. And that's extraordinary. It's what we want. Now, we still uh, have a declining population, and the demography on that is is uh, simply the result of 
In addition to the immigration, your population increase or decrease is driven by births and deaths. And we're still dying faster than we're reproducing here in West Virginia. So (laughs) I want to encourage all your listeners to you know, do what they can do to help with that. And, uh, That's reproduction. Yeah, why did everybody look at me all of a sudden? Yeah. Well, you know, I've, I've done my part. We're, we're, I've done my part, and my kids are now fully engaged yeah, you've done in your doing, part and some and doing yeah. their part. It's um, not a competition, y'all, okay? You, I understand the, the texture's point. Yeah. It, you know, it would be nice if it could be more. We want it to be more. Ideally, if you look around this country, there are, a few, there are about 10 states that don't have any income tax at all. And they have states that have rates of growth that are above, you know, basically all the others. Right. It's Texas, Tennessee, Florida, Alaska, Nevada, you name them. Uh, we'd love to get there in West Virginia. We can't jump there all at once. And um, so uh, I, I get that mm-hmm. there are people who say, well, it'd be nice if it were a bigger tax cut than it is. But 20% in every uh, marginal tax bracket, it's a real deal. Yeah. It's about $500 million out of the state budget surplus. So our guest this morning is Morgan County Senator Charlie Trump. And uh, we had uh, a Jefferson County delegate on mm-hmm. over the week um, last week, Wayne Clark, and he was getting ready to go to Taiwan with a, a yeah. junket of House and Senate leadership. <laughs> Yeah, uh, Delegate Clark, who does uh, a great job representing uh, citizens in Jefferson County, is over there right now, I believe, along with the right, Paul, Paul Espinosa posted this morning, honored to participate in today's opening of our West Virginia Taiwan Trade Office. Yeah, the picture and everything. That was uh, that was a big. That's an initiative of the Senate President Craig Blair. Uh, West Virginia has had for many decades a sister uh, relationship with. Uh, with Taiwan, and uh, they um, they come to Charleston. We generally will pass a resolution every year, uh, you know, honoring that relationship. Uh, and God bless those people who live in the shadow of the menace of communist China, you know, every hour of every day of every year. Um, but they are deeply committed in Taiwan to free enterprise and democratic rule, and um, you know, I, I think they're a great partner for West Virginia, and I think Craig's idea of, of having a West Virginia trade office there may pay some great dividends to the state. And 15th District Senator Charlie Trump joining us. Uh, before we let you go, anything else you want people to know about? No, I uh, just uh, would would say to you guys, I'll, I'll come back at, at your uh, beck and call. I'm delighted to be here. It's good to see you both. And uh, for, for all your listeners, uh, I guess my parting message would be things are good in West Virginia and getting better. We're seeing economic investment in this state, uh, companies that are making huge investments, some in the billions of dollars, and finally now a little bit of growth in immigration to West Virginia. Uh, I think we're going to see more of that because we, we're, we've worked very hard to make this state a place where businesses can prosper and where People can continue uh, to have a great place to raise families. That's what's really important. Perfect. Well, sir, thank you for joining us this morning. Thank you, Jordan. Thank you, Marcia. Absolutely. And stick around for more after this on WPM and WCST, the Panhandle News Network. Welcome back to Panhandle Live. Here are your hosts, Jordan Nicewarner and Marcia Kavalik.
Welcome back to Panhandle Live, driven by Country Roads Tire and Auto, broadcasting live from the Hoppy Kirchville building. I'm Jordan Nicewinner. Alongside me is Marsh Kavalik. If you missed it for the break, we had 15th District Senator Charles Trump in to talk about the most recent legislative uh, session and getting us an update a little bit about Berkeley Springs. It's interesting about Cape and State Park, how uh, the, I guess, response from the community about mm-hmm. the RV park. Never say your opinion doesn't matter, right? I'm telling you. So I was scrolling through. Uh, Delegate Paul Espinoza has been posting stuff um, from his trip to Taipei to Taiwan. <clears throat> and uh, one of the early uh, posts that he made was, uh, no sooner did we say how cool would it be if the Taiwanese band played Country Roads than it happened. No, they didn't. <laughs> were they getting off the plane or something? They were I don't know. It looked like they were in a, an establishment. <laughs> Leave it at that. That's cool. I mean, I didn't realize... <laughs> Until we were talking with them last week about their trip. And then, uh, of course, Senator Trump talked about it just now. The, I guess, long-lasting great connection the state of West Virginia has had with Taiwan, of all places, it seems. So, yeah, I didn't I didn't realize that either. I'm taking Mm-mm. screenshots. I'm sorry I'm so no, noisy. I can hear it. But, um, so, uh, Delegate Clark uh, posted on his social media, uh, and, and it was from an hour ago. So, remember, our time is a little off. Mm-hmm. Uh, He said, what an amazing honor. Today I was here in Taiwan to open the West Virginia Trade Office with with this amazing delegation as the Vice Chair of Economic Development and Tourism. I can see this as an opportunity to open new markets in West Virginia and increase our tourism business. And everyone had a red ribbon on the the big line that they were ribbon cutting. That's pretty cool. Pretty cool. Very cool. Well, we'll keep you updated on uh, on that trip. If anything big happens or comes down the line, we'll have you covered here. Either on the airwaves or on our uh, Facebook um, website, anywhere. You know where to get in touch with us and find our stuff. But don't forget, you can always text us, 304-263-4321. Especially if you're a uh, Berkeley Springs, Morgan County resident for our next guest. Because Jules Happy Roan will be calling in to talk about their food truck fest coming up this weekend. Which definitely sounds like it's going to be a fun one. You're, I mean... Oh my goodness, You're a food truck yes. person. I'm a food truck person. We were talking who, about who it. Who isn't? Who would say Everybody's that? Everybody's a not, food truck. So, that's not for me. <laughs> Everybody's a food truck person. But we were, uh, you know, off the air talking with Senator Trump. And, mm-hmm. you know, he said he's a food truck guy. Mm-hmm. He's excited for you. Hope it's a big deal. And then we said, you know, Berkeley Springs is the perfect. It really is. The perfect place for it. Because if you think about it, Berkeley Springs, no disrespect if this is taken as disrespect, is essentially the size of like a neighborhood in a city, mm-hmm. right? In a big city. Okay. So if you like look a block at, party, right, you look at Baltimore and stuff, D.C., Philly, they have, you know, certain neighborhoods that just always have food truck places or food truck things going on and they're packed all mm-hmm. the time. So why not take a little trip outside the city, come out into the mountains when it's gorgeous out and do the same thing out here? There you go. Well, we'll be chatting with Berkeley Springs, Morgan County Chamber of Commerce's Jules Happy Roan right here after the break. And like I said, uh, if you're ready for that food truck fest, Text us, 304-263-4321. We'll be back after this on WPM and WCST, the Panhandle News Network. Taking local stories and sharing them with the four state. This is Panhandle Live with hosts Jordan Nice Warner and Marsha Kavalik. Welcome back to Panhandle Live, driven by Country Roads Tire and Auto. I'm Jordan Ice Warner. Alongside me is Marsha Kavalik. And Marsha, this might be a dangerous segment for me coming up here <laughs> because as, look, you work at morning radio, our uh, our eat schedules are a little different so than everybody odd, else. So yes. we're pretty much into lunch, lunch mode right now. for us right now. So go figure. We're going to talk about Food Truck Fest. And joining us on the line from the Berkeley County Chamber of Commerce, it's jo- or from the Morgan County Chamber of Commerce, Berkeley Springs Morgan County Chamber of Commerce, it's Jules Happy Road. How you doing? 
I'm good. How are you doing? We're doing good. just fine. So talk to us about this food truck fest. It's the first one in Berkeley Springs. Me and Marsha have been talking on and off the air about it. We think Berkeley Springs is the perfect place for a food truck fest. So tell us a little bit about it. Well, we think so, too, and we're very excited. Um, like you said, it's food, so what can go wrong <laughs> with that, you know? Absolutely. So um, it's being billed as, as the the first one. You're hoping to make this a first Friday event for the summer. Did I understand that right? Well, we have several different first Friday events lined up this summer. Ah, so, okay. this, so this is our, um, our first Friday food truck festival, and we have several other cool events happening later on this summer on the first Friday of the month. So tell us what's going to be there and, and where all is it going to be laid out? And if you say there's a pierogi food truck that's going to be right. there, Marsha might get there tonight. <laughs> <laughs> well, we have some amazing options lined up. Um, it, so we're closing down Fairfax Street in Berkeley Springs, which is right next to Berkeley Springs State Park, um, in between the state park and the shops for anybody who's been there. And if you haven't been there, it's the center of town, basically. Just put G, uh, Berkeley Springs into your GPS and you'll find us. Um, so it's May 5th from 3 p.m. to 9 p.m. So you can come for lunch. You can walk around the town a little bit, explore the shops, enjoy enjoy all the different things to see, go back to the food trucks, <laughs> walk around the park a little bit. Go, go back, back to the food, food truck. truck. <laughs> you, you see where I'm going with that. Yeah, it. I'm picking up what you're putting down here, uh, Jules. But um, oh, well, we're just a few uh, days out from the food truck fest, all things considered. So uh, do you already have a lineup set up on what kind of food to expect? Well, we're still finalizing some of the plans, but we um, we have definitely some of your, your favorites. We have corn dogs and funnel cakes and sort of your festival standbys. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we have um, grilled cheese. We have mm. tacos. We have Greek food. We mm. have Jamaican food. Wow. Um, but butterfly potatoes, um, mm-hmm. things like that, that, oh, yeah, always good. <laughs> I always think the, the lines are longer for the butterfly uh, potatoes. Oh, Just, yeah. oh my goodness. Is there an apple butter food truck? Does anybody have an apple butter food truck? Is that a thing? <laughs> you know, that isn't a thing, but it really should be. There you go. There you go. <laughs> Maybe things you could put apple butter on. Exactly. I, I think that might be your next career, Jordan. <laughs> <laughs> well, be careful what you wish for. So the, the festival is May 5th because it's the first Friday of the next month, right? Um, from, Correct. From 3 to 9, is that right? Yes. Yes. Right, right in the center of town. Um, you know, like I said, just put Berkeley Springs in your GPS. Come to the middle of town, find yourself a parking spot, and come have some food. We also have some fun entertainment. We have um, an axe throwing booth, so you can come and try your hand at axe throwing. You can do that uh, we one. We have Marcia. a bounce house okay. for the kids. Ooh, that sounds fun. <laughs> and uh, face painting. And then um, the Mountain State Cruisers have all of their classic cars set up in the park, too. So it's a great thing to wander around and see all the classic cars while you're digesting. Yeah. (laughs) So it's going to be a destination event. Absolutely. So it's happening May 5th on Fairfax Street in downtown Berkeley Springs from 3 to 9. And I know uh, it doesn't happen in isolation. A lot of the downtown shops are going to be open and probably offering some specials as well. Oh, yes. A lot of people are putting booths outside. Most people are staying open late. Um, and it's, it's, again, you know, get some food, wander in the shops, enjoy the town. It's a really, um, as you guys know, it's like a Hallmark town. So mm-hmm. it's a, the perfect place to wander. 
Well, uh, to build off Marsh's point, I mean, uh, Berkeley Spring, especially this time, well, all year round, but especially the spring, and I'd say the fall, too, just because I'm not a winter guy. But it's, uh, I mean, Berkeley Springs is a perfect place to go escape, you know, for a few hours, for a few days. Mm -hmm. And this would be uh, a great thing to kind of base that around. But that's not, the Food Truck Fest isn't the only thing to bring you to uh, Berkeley Springs. What else you got going on uh, this spring and summer that you can tell us about? Oh, goodness. We have so much going on at all times. Um, and if you go to berkeleysprings.com, there's always information about what's going on today or this weekend or, you know, the, the, the next thing coming up. And if you go to berkeleyspringschamber.com, you'll find out more about the Food Truck Festival and more about our events that are upcoming. Perfect. Well, uh, Jules Happy Roan joining us from the Berkeley County or Berkeley Springs Morgan County Chamber of Commerce. We're going to let you go, but uh, I'm sure you got plenty of planning to do today in the foreseeable future. So thanks for taking a little time to chat with us, and uh, I'm excited for this food truck fest. Always happy to talk to you guys, and I hope I'll see you at the food truck festival. Absolutely. Awesome. Thank you, Jules. Thank you so much. Take care. And that's Berkeley Springs, Morgan County Chamber of Commerce's Jules Happy Roan talking about uh, the upcoming Food Truck Fest, May 5th, 3 p.m. to 9 p.m., Fairfax Street, right in downtown Berkeley Springs. Sounds like it's going to be a really fun fun day. Oh, yeah. Or weekend, if you want to. And hopefully the the weather will be better for them on the 5th, and it's going to be this weekend. Oh, yeah. It's supposed to be nasty this weekend, isn't it? Rain, so, rain, rain. Starting remember, tomorrow. So uh, the the folks at Cape and Trails. Let me see if I can find that notification. I know I saved a picture of it. But the folks who do the the um, the mountain bike trails mm-hmm, at Cape mm-hmm, mm-hmm. are basically saying this weekend, y'all stay off of them for a while. <laughs> yeah, don't miss our trails. It's going to be wet, and w- putting extra traffic on is going to uh, mess up all the hard work that they've mm-hmm. been doing. Uh, I probably won't find it in time, but um, but yeah, so. Uh, be, you don't want to be, wash the trails out or anything. Oh, like that. here it is. PSA from Kikapen Trails. Please do not plan to ride any of the new the new trails this weekend. They will be closed while they are sucking up this much needed rain. The crews reworked a lot of sections this week to make them better, and that fresh, uncured soil is powder today and will be nothing but soft mud this weekend. It will need a week or so to cure. We had that one person, all caps, that one person. <laughs> Uh, last weekend, ride during the rain, running out a bunch of the trail we had to fix this week. When the crews needed to focus on end of build details, please don't be that person. <laughs> Particularly if you are that person who never comes out. Wonder to who volunteer. they're talking about. I don't know that that this. I mean, you say that person enough times, it feels like that's being directed yeah. at just one person. Yeah, someone's got to feel seen. <laughs> come out then, ride the old stuff, or come out to volunteer. Lots of projects to tinker on. Uh, that from Cape and Trails. And like uh, Senator <laughs> Trump said, look, they're having the big West Virginia Enduro, Enduro out there. Yeah. So you got to keep those trails right. Yeah. And uh, that only helps everybody if you do that. So very cool. Yeah. All kinds of stuff. Public service like announcement from Cape. Don't beat that guy. Oh, and we didn't bring this up. We didn't have a chance to bring this up on the uh, on Panhandle Sports Live today. But you sent us this um, last night, June 5th through June 8th. The Hedgesville Basketball Academy uh, is going to be underway. Kelly Church, of course, being a part of that. Mm -hmm. Registration now open. If you go to HedgesvilleBasketball.com, you can find more information. But, you know, he's a great coach. He's, Mm -hmm. I mean, been around for forever now. State championships. I mean, great team. So You can learn the way of the Ville. Exactly. The way (laughs) of the Ville. From June 5th to June 8th, there's also a Shepherd basketball camp going on as well. Uh, All that information is over at the Shepherd Athletic website. So, man, summer basketball camps, Marsha, were my favorite things really? in the world as a kid I just, loved, like you got an excuse to just go play ball 
Whole you time. just go. I, my favorite one I ever went to was when Koki Robertson was the longtime coach all around uh, this area, but especially at St. Mary Goretti in uh, Hagerstown. He would have the coolest camp ever. Oh, I loved going to that camp. They'd always have like a, a big college star come through from like Maryland. I remember, oh, wow. Uh, 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 John Gilchrist came by for a Maryland uh, Terrapin point guard back in the day. Remember him coming through? That was awesome. He signed like a bunch of my hats and stuff. Uh-huh. And then, oh, love basketball camp. So if you can get your kid, that'd be a good one. The Ville Basketball Academy. Again, head to VilleBasketball.com is where you can find that out June 5th through June 8th. Were you a summer camp kid? No. Well, you kind of lived. You yeah, lived in where everybody goes to summer camp. I rode my bike on our, yeah, all the time. Like well, the did pipes them have summer camps? N- not then. Not yeah. when I was growing up. They they probably do some summer activities now. Yeah. And they've, they've always had a nature center where you could take your kids and, and go see things, um, but like trail walks and stuff mm-hmm. like that, but not summer camps. So you lived at summer camp. Yeah. You just, much. 365. All of us <laughs> had to travel and you just got out of bed and well, walked outside. There was no basketball though. <laughs> so there was, there's that. That's true. That is very true. No basketball, but we got to hit our last break of the hour. Uh, we'll come back and start to wrap things up here in just a bit on Panhandle Live on WPM and WCST, the Panhandle News Network. From Pawpaw to Harper's Ferry, from Martinsburg to Winchester, it's Panhandle Live. With hosts Jordan Nice Warner and Marsha Kavalik. Welcome back to Panhandle Live, driven by Country Roads Tire and Auto, and broadcasting live from the Happy Kerchival building. I'm Jordan Nice Warner. Alongside me is Marsha Kavalik. And uh, we got some time here, Marsha, for a news recap, and there's certainly a lot of news circulating around the Panhandle. That's right. Well, first off, um, we were uh, trying to get this update before the show yesterday, and I, I got it probably about half an hour, hour afterwards, um, that that fire that had broken out in the middle of the morning uh, yesterday on Winchester Avenue, uh, about one o'clock in the morning, mm. as a matter of fact, did take a life. Uh, the story is there. You can see where the um, the fire, fire crews um, came through the front door and the person was deceased uh, near the front. There was also a family pet that died. And someone else in the home got injured and was taken to a hospital. Mm. Um, that fire burned pretty hot. You can see uh, one of the local fire departments posted pictures of their equipment that, you know, had been um, melted and talked about what, you know, temperature that has to happen at. And uh, dreadful, you know, hats off to... Mm our fire crews and emergency responders who, who go to those, they don't know what they're walking into. They don't know what the structure's like. They don't know what they're going to find, but they go anyway. Yeah. I saw somebody, uh, I think posted on the uh, link to the article on our Facebook page. Of course, you can read the whole article over at panhandlenewsnetwork.com saying that, you know, as an EMT, it never, never gets easy. I never can't gets easy. Imagine. I can't. No, me neither. But thank you to those uh, men and women out there taking that call. Mm-hmm. But my goodness, I can't imagine it. So you can read the details about that um, on panhandlenewsnetwork.com. Also, uh, uh, an excerpt from our uh, the story about our interview yesterday with uh, Gat Creek CEO, mm-hmm. Gat Caperton, about their Arbor Day celebration. They're planting some trees, and uh, that just sounds like a fun thing. And then here's one. Uh, when you go to the link, it gets a little intimidating, but um, not our link, not panhandlenewsnetwork.com. But West Virginia's Department of Human uh, Health and Human Resources is sending messages to beneficiaries who live out of state or have a house out of state. Let me let me read how it's written. Um, they are mailing notices to people they say receive benefits from the state 
comma, but who have been identified as, quote, also having residency in another state, end quote. Sounds a little mm. illegal to me, but yeah, it does. Um, an announcement from the DHHR posted this week uh, advises those who get a notification to respond if they are hoping to maintain benefits. And so you can email, I put the email address up there too, but there's also an online form. And if you click the link on my article, it takes you to the, um, uh, what is the word? Let me see. Let me just click it. Take you to the it's form? the, it, the office of the inspector general. Ooh. <laughs> so. there you go. There's your warning. If you're uh, doing that, yeah, be ready. So, but, uh, but I mean, there might be some perfectly legitimate explanation, mm-hmm. but so anyway, but they're looking for you. Yeah. Anyway. And there's a, a great event. <laughs> I don't know. How to, it's like, it's I like don't know when, how to uh, say it. It's ahead. like when the sheriff came in one day and was uh, saying, Hey, if you like, what is it? Work or live in West Virginia, but you got out of state tagged or uh-huh. something that they're going to start pulling you over and what have you. Mm-hmm. And then of course I immediately went to the DMV after that and <laughs> made sure everything was good with me because <laughs> I still have out of state tags, which Yikes. are good by the way. Mm-hmm. We're good. You're We're legit. all clear with the state, but uh, yeah, I mean, they're looking for it. They're looking for it. Uh, one of our other uh, frequent guests, uh, Clint Hogman has been on and uh, he's got a big event happening this weekend. Yeah. Rain or shine, a tire recycling event. It's going to be taking place here in South Berkeley County. Uh, and like you said, here is Chair Berkeley or of the Berkeley County Solid Waste Authority, Clint Hogman, talking about this recycling event. It is one of my uh, most popular events that we have. We have one in the spring, one that will come later in the fall. The one in the spring is going to be on Saturday the 29th from 10 a.m. to 5 p.m. at the South Berkeley uh, Recycling Center on Pilgrim Street in Inwood. There is a rule of 10 tires per driver per driver's license. So they'll be accepted for free. You will be asked to produce your driver's license. Mm -hmm. If you have more than 10 tires, bring a neighbor, bring a spouse, bring a second license to do something to help me say yes. And again, this is a free tire recycling event coming up on uh, Saturday in South Berkeley County, 10 to 5 at the South Berkeley Recycling Center right off Pilgrim Street. Open to everybody here in the Eastern Panhandle. Uh, But 10 tires? I mean, who was I talking with the other day? I mean, I've never been in a situation where i've just had tires around well, and, it, and then the question is of course how to get rid of them mm-hmm. people don't know how to do it this is obviously a great way to get rid of those but i've just never had the, like 10 tires having 10 tires laying around seems crazy to me well if you if you have a few cars yeah. and then you you know change out cars or you sell your car and you're whoops i've got these tires over here that were extras yeah. for the car it can happen pretty easily also he mentioned to us whenever he was uh on with us that this is open to folks who are west virginia residents because he's aware that these programs aren't everywhere mm-hmm. we realize that some of the programs here in berkeley are are some of the best in the region, so we open them up to okay. anybody who's, who can follow the rules as long as you're a West Virginia resident. Follow the rules, people. Ten tires per, and if you got license. more, per license. If you got more, bring somebody with you that also is a West Virginia resident, mm-hmm. and you can divvy them out a little bit. But again, this is happening at the South Berkeley Re- Recycling Center right off Pilgrim Street, coming up Saturday from 10 to 5. You're, gonna be, you got, you're a shredder, shred event person, not yeah. a tire event person. I'm going to miss both of them, but I'm, I'm going to send... I'm going to send some people for the shred event. Send it an agent out. <laughs> Two agents because we're going to have a lot of shredding. Because yeah, because my friend who moved, she's oh, got. That's right, I, that's right. That's I've right. got her stuff too. Um, but yeah, this this uh, weekend I'm moving the kid out of out of Marshall. You got a busy weekend coming up. And then the next weekend we got WVBAs, which that's you're right. not going to be there. But Rona and I have already been comparing notes on what we're wearing. So, uh, 
So exciting to think about that. That is very exciting. Very exciting. <laughs> Hopefully we can bring back uh, all the hardware. So who's going to have you need to designate people to accept if you win some awards? You know, is it going to be Jared? You going to send one of the sports guys up? Good question. Yeah. You got to got to make these plans. That's two weeks. Yeah. You're Good in the so. you're in the running for like what? Four awards? A couple different things. Yeah. Yeah. Not to brag. But uh, <laughs> it's yeah, hard we'll work. I you might make you go up there and do it for me. All right. How about that? Not the sports ball ones. Oh my gosh! <laughs> Why not? You're hey, you are just as much. Like, you're just as much of a part of the sports team as anybody else. Yeah, as but much I would, as you don't want to admit it. I would not reflect the the um the sports you know spirit uh, in an acceptance okay. speech. That's what you're saying. You know, because you threw some shade at the Bridgeport people <laughs> when you were <laughs> accepting last year. I don't think I could do that. Uh, I know. Sometimes I say things, and then as soon as I say it, I'm like. Ugh. Why'd you do I that? I gotta rise out of that table. So yeah, I think hey, that's, it gotta it, laugh. That's it, all I cared about. It hit its about. target. That's all you cared about. Gotta laugh. Lisa did say something where I thought it was funny and it didn't get a laugh. Right. So, anyway, you gotta figure out who you're gonna designate to go up and get your trophy. Yeah, Trophies, we'll cross that. We'll cross awards. that bridge when we get to it. And then we'll all laugh about how it's misspelled. <sighs> I don't even want to start thinking about that again. Although it does make with all the uh, <laughs> all the. Uh, redos that they sent me that were all subsequently wrong. You got a lot of It looks like I've won a ton of uh-huh. awards if you walk into my house. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, look at all my awards. And they're like, oh, well, who are this these people? You. <laughs> <laughs> who are these people? It's like, well, it's me. But they just spell my name wrong every single time. So My favorite, nice wanger. <laughs> I know, Jorgen. Like, what? And then it, the worst part is I sent it back and they were apologetic, of course. And then they send me back another one. And the, the label's right. Everything's right. Then I open up the award, look at the physical award. Still wrong. Oh, how does that happen? So, no idea. It's all right. As long as, you know. Still counts. Still counts. Still honored. But, just uh, just to be here. Yeah. We'll say that that's my, it's for my twin. How about that? Okay. My twin brother, okay. Jorgen. <laughs> Jorgen. <laughs> Jorgen. But I uh, got a little less than a minute left, Marsha. Anything else you uh, would like the people to know about? Uh, Hoppy is up next with uh, Talkline. I wish I would have known that we had a minute left. I would have grabbed the schedule. Uh, here it is. Well, he's always got important Oh, here it is. Talkline final. Um, let's see. Jim Justice announcement happening today. Hope they'll be talking about that. And, yeah, Alex Mooney, his reacts. Oh, a conservative political action committee backing Alex Mooney with their reaction to the Justice Potential announcement. Well, there you go. I'm sorry. It ended on just such a low note. Well, that does it for us today on uh, Panhandle Live. You can can tune in to Hoppy right after us uh, here. But for Marsha, I'm Jordan from Miss Day of the Show. You can listen back to it a little bit later on on our Panhandle News Network Facebook and Spotify page. Have a good one. Talk to you tomorrow. WEPM Martinsburg and WCST Berkeley Springs, a WVRC media station. We're proud to live here, too.